Three, two, one, let's go. Hello and welcome to week 27, I want to say, of the FDT TV podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Mike. And I'm Phil. Uh, and we are back, obviously, international break this week. Uh, I've not been enjoying it, but then again, FIFA's coming out, so it's not all bad. Who <laughs> <laughs> enjoys international breaks eh? yeah so we've had we've had two games so far with uh england playing a friendly against wales uh, who are missing aaron ramsey and gareth bow and we, we've had a nations league game against belgium um and we've got one coming up on wednesday against denmark um so we're currently topping the group because we beat belgium um so out of those two games should we try and pick out one good thing and one bad we didn't um, lose. Yeah. We didn't lose. So that's one. Phil's one bad. Mike, have you got a bad? Um, no, I don't think. I should have scored. Should have scored more. Yeah, I was gonna say that was gonna be my bad. I think we were we were lucky against Belgium because we should have scored more, and we certainly should have scored more against Wales. And what about yeah. one good? You started off, Phil. So why not? One good. As bad as this is going to hurt me, but Calvert Lewin is coming on and carrying his goal scoring record on and getting his first goal for England. Yeah, yep. really promising. Very good. Mike? I was going to say debut goals for Calvert Lewin, uh, Cody, and Danny Ings with his overhead kick. You've, oh. you've stolen mine. That was free, but mine, yeah, that overhead kick was good, <laughs> wasn't it? It was good. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, more of the same. Uh, moving on with. Next week, obviously no VAR decisions this week because VAR isn't in international games, uh, which is good. We do have a couple of things. Should we should we get on to, to transfers? Obviously, windows now shut. We were recording yes. in the last bit of the thing. Uh, sorry, someone's just making hand signals at me, and I don't know what they were. Um, so we were recording in the last couple of hours of the transfer window for last week. Uh, apologies if you are a video. You take it in by a video because it all went a little bit peaked on. Um, but, Phil, any transfer news since last episode? Because we've still got the window open for English clubs. We're still sniffing around a goalkeeper. Uh, I think it's um, Jack Buttons potentially coming up our way. But that's about it for us. Doors closed. Fair enough. Uh, Mike? very abrupt uh, uh thomas Partey come in yep into the club it was a, a last minute deal um <clears throat> it was one that had been rumored about for the whole of the transfer window and uh, we managed to get out over the line on the uh, on the last day it went right up to the wire but apparently managed to get all the paperwork in so he is now an arsenal player fair enough very much looking forward to seeing him as well well we have brought in today Craig Dawson from Watford on a season-long loan. Um, questionable, if you ask me, considering when we was looking at Tarkovsky, uh, the, uh, is Craig Dawson the same calibre? No, he's not. <laughs> and also, uh, a bit more positive, Ben Rama from Brentford. Yes. Um, al allegedly, is being a £30 million deal agreed. A lot of them are, a lot of that is add-ons. Um, and he's meant to be having a medical on Wednesday, but there is some doubt now whether as to whether that's happening. Uh, and we also have uh, had a bid for Josh King rejected. 
but allegedly we're going back with a bigger bid um so i would like to see those two come off because i think that would give us a bit more guy up front especially with Philippe anderson leaving on loan um but that's all the transfer news for west ham at the moment busy though for you it is busy um i, I just feel like why didn't we do this in the week couple of weeks before we started playing games again yeah. Why have we left it till now? And to be sensible. I think personally, like the thirty million pound bid is is so jacked up on add-ons and stuff, it's so they can say, well, at least we tried. Now, rather than um, is this going to be like performance-related bonuses? Yeah, and and, and knowing knowing yeah. like David David Gold's <clears throat> stuff, it's going to be like, oh, you need to have gone to the moon and. You need to have played 170 games a season. And it's it's <laughs> unrealistic things. And not get injured. And yeah. Um, score three goals Jack, every game. Jack Wilshere's gone. Oh, That's yeah, another round. Gone He's gone, gone, yeah. Um, wow. So, uh, seemingly not all... He's been fit, allegedly, for the last year. Um, yeah, and just not played. thinking tweet, didn't he? On, yeah. He left. So, he, uh, seemingly he's had a falling out with the management and... The owners um, don't know which way round it come first, but oh, to be a fly on the wall. I don't think we're ever going to get a straight story out of anyone there. <laughs> I did. Um, I did say some uh, tweets, um, just a kind of tenuous link there. You can follow us on Twitter at the names below or above somewhere around us. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there was uh, rumours uh, town about that potentially Jack Wilshire might come back to Arsenal for one one season i doubt it it will happen it's never Finish gonna happen business. it's um it'd be an odd one if it did happen that a, would be a very odd yeah. one yes probably get goal of the season though always did didn't he <laughs> um belter against norwich right so in light of var not being on this week there mm -hmm. has been an announcement um which is big picture um so do you know about it or do you want me to summarise? Please summarise it for the benefit of the viewers. So so in summary, <laughs> uh, the Liverpool owners have come up with this big picture thing, which has been backed by one club, which is Manchester United. Um, and what they're saying is that the structure of the Premier League should change. Two teams should go down automatically uh, and, and two championship teams should come up automatically. Um, and then I think it's 17th and 16th have a playoff, a bit like in the German league, as to who yeah. goes down. It's, it's, the, it's the, the third team who would go down in the Premier League then plays, I think, two or three people from the Championship yeah. so for the final Premiership place, Yeah, which is a bit weird. Yeah, so it's, a, it's a very much set up like the German league is, but essentially it takes, um, because at the moment you need a majority of 17 clubs, I think it is, in the Premier League to make a decision or change the rules or something like that. What they're then saying is uh, the big, big six teams, um, being Liverpool, Manchester United, Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham and Man City, um, and the three longest-serving Premier League clubs in West Ham, Newcastle and Everton, will, will get the votes. Uh, the FA don't get a vote, um, and none, neither do any other clubs, and they get a lot more revenue from it. Those clubs do. Uh, it scraps 
parachute payments it scraps funding for grassroots it scraps lots of things um what the EFL cup community shield yeah so the community shield's gone the league cup's gone um so it, it it's a ridiculous thing it's never going to happen um but it's it's rich people wanting to get richer yeah essentially that's ridiculous um no, I'm, I'm against that definitely yeah <clears throat> it's it's one of those things when when i say the big six clubs when you look at an all-time premier league table manchester city are not in the top six they're seventh so are they but uh, they are are they a big <laughs> yeah, six club true. when you look at it overall everton are above them so man city are not a big six club yes all right in the last 10 years they've done really well but before that, they've been absolutely shocking. They would have been out of fifteenth if they hadn't been taken over. They wouldn't have been a big six club. Um, they wouldn't be in the Premier League, would they? No, probably not. But it's it's one of those things. That it's like, well, give power to people with money. Um, it's a bit like financial fair play suits big clubs. It doesn't suit little clubs. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just a case of trying to draw in more money. But I don't think it will work. Um, it never works. It just makes the, as you say, it makes the big clubs richer and the poorer clubs poorer. Yeah. It makes a vast difference between the two. It gives them more power to then change the game to their own needs. Yes. Oh, 100%. 100%. It's, it's one of those, I think some of the bigger clubs will probably be talked around into, oh, well, you'll get more money. Um, but in, I think unless they're going to get it through, for publicity reasons they're all going to be going we don't want this there's only one good thing in there and that's about funding the lower leagues they're going to put pump in a lot more money one one payment the... of 100 million pounds rather than yearly payments of that's like 15... to the fa no, no, they... into the fa and then 250 million into the actual um english football leagues yeah but that was that's a one-off payment rather than funding every every year from what i've read um Obviously, there's not been a complete rundown of the whole policies of what they want to do, nah. but but there are some changes because at the minute, certain amounts of revenue from the Premier League go into grassroots and everything like that um, every year, and they're saying no, we'll get rid of that and just hit it off in one one payment of X amount and be done with it. Soon be gone. Um, but the FA have come out with a statement to say we're totally against this. We don't want it to happen. It will ruin English football. Agreed. Um, a bit like the Liverpool. Pre well, a bit like Liverpool. No, a bit, <laughs> but a bit, a bit like the Premier League, charging fifteen pound per match. I know. Yes. Yeah. Shocking. <clears throat> and I wonder why so many people go towards like illegal streaming and stuff like that. Um, I know there's ways that you can get around it now by paying some of these dodgy services like. Um, yeah. some of these things you can sign up for and then they stream because you paid for i'm not talking about that sort of dodgy stream that says i care for who you name it because it's like <laughs> uh, hey no no no. there's um there are some places or some websites that you can pay to view it yes um but yeah I, in a way i i kind of like what they're doing because it starts getting money back into football clubs i don't know how again that's going to be distributed between the clubs because i'm assuming a, a majority of that is going to be going to whoever's broadcasting the actual fixture so i don't know Start how that would work um but at the same time you're just alienating a lot of people by charging 15 pounds a game granted again it's cheaper than actually going to buy a ticket but it's a 
still too much, isn't it? I think for the, in this current environmental issue or the economic climate that we're in, you wouldn't expect it. I think no. yeah, it's it's a bit OTT when you're already paying X amount per month to watch football anyway. Sky, BT Sports, and all that sort of stuff. Well, yes, it when, is a joke. When you look at, um, they're, they're, they're trying to focus on the English market here, aren't they? Because we're the only ones who don't get three o'clock kickoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you look at that and you look at the, the people who are going to be buying that, it's all lower, it's from about seventh in the table down. It's not your Manchester United, your Liverpools, because a lot of those fans, especially United fans, don't come from this country. They are worldwide. Um, and they already get the three o'clock kickoff. So why are they they're not gonna pay you fifteen quid. The the bloke from no. East, the, the the blokes from East London are, the blokes from the Midlands are, and they're gonna go, I've been out of work for six months. I, I can't afford to pay you fifteen pounds a month. Mm. If that or, or f- f- fifteen pounds a game. Yeah, that's a generalisation. We're not actually saying that every Manchester United supporter is a a, a poor person or, or a person of lower wealth um, who can't afford subscriptions to stuff. It was just a generalisation of the current economic situation. Yeah, where exactly. Well, I, I, exactly. I, was, I was more I'm trying to. I was more trying to get at that. There's a lot of fans worldwide that view the bigger clubs. They've got more uh, a pull oh, yeah. internationally, and those those mm-hmm. countries already get the three o'clock kickoff, so they've got no reason to pay fifteen pound a month or fifteen pound a match. Well, I know, I know, I know. Certainly, in places like Australia and America, they have literally all of the games. Like yep. uh, companies like Fox Sports and NBC, they have literally every every mm-hmm. sports game. And do you know what? It does really frustrate me, uh, like even being on holiday and being able to watch a lot more football than you are. In the I, country where the league is. Yeah, I, I remember going to Portugal a couple of years ago, and they had every Premier League game on, and it it was a it was a day where there was there was more three o'clock kickoffs than there was normally, and every mm. game was on in one place. They had everyone, yeah, it uh, and it's it like, well, I, I wouldn't be able to do this at home. I watched loads of football that I couldn't watch normally, even if you do go to a pub. Mm. But I think they, they, they'll miss a trick here because they'll get a couple of people sign up, but not the uptake that they think they will. Yep. Um, what, what they should do is say now TV is 9.99 for 24 hours access of every Sky Sports channel for 24 hours. It's £11 for the weekend. For, um, so what they should do is go, right, let's, even if they did it at £20 a month, I, I reckon they would do it. You can watch as many as you like. And you don't have to watch them live. You can watch them retrospectively. You can pick and choose which ones you watch. I'd definitely pay to and, and I think nine out of ten people would, even in the current economic climate, people would go, I can find 20 quid a month. Because that's... That, it, it, it's playing... Not 15 quid a week. Well, it's, not, it's less than a Domino's, isn't it? It's less than a Domino's, but also it's, it's one of those things... It, the watching of the football gets a lot of people through the week. That's what people look forward to. If I go, oh, I've got to find what it, four games. What's that? 60 quid. 60 quid a month to watch one game a weekend. No, I'm all right. If, thanks. If you think about it, your Sky Sports and BT Sport, I think if you were to combine the two together, it would be less than that. Yeah. And you get to watch a lot more sport. But that, that, that encompasses everything, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, doesn't it? It does not one 90-minute yep. game. Yeah. But I imagine uh, the streaming will be poorer. 
if it's anything to go by, West Ham streamed a couple of games at the beginning of the season. The first couple of games they, they streamed were horrendous. They didn't have sound for the first 60 minutes. And like the cameraman was <laughs> the cameraman was zooming in and zooming out and zooming in. And it felt motion sick and he missed the goals. And if you paid if you've paid fifteen quid for that and that's who it's up to, who's gonna refund it? Because they go, Well, you watched it. It's like, well, I didn't. I watched part of it. It was, it was unwatchable. So that that's a bit that concerns me. Um right. Rand's over. Ian, can I add on to that? Of course you can. Rather than rather than concentrate on the Premier League games where the clubs have got everyone says a lot of money and are getting revenue anyway through TV why not open it up to the lower leagues championship and below where they are struggling for this money and actually opening it and airing them on streaming services would make a lot a lot of them a bigger are, difference a lot of them are already doing that yeah and it's nine pounds a game and it's generally through their own website and not all not all but there are especially some of the bigger championship clubs are doing it. Because I've contemplated it a few times. And I, I know I've seen a couple of League One clubs do it as well. But it's like, £9 a game. Do I, do I really want to watch it? Like if, if it was there, I'd watch it. But I'm not going to pay a tenner. No atmosphere. Yeah. You're at home. <laughs> it's, not the same, it's not the same as going to a game. Certainly not. Uh, and yeah, are, are you going to be annoyed... On a on a Saturday afternoon, when you you absolutely shattered through working all week, and you go and lay down on the set to watch it, and then you fall asleep, you're going to be annoyed, aren't you? If you paid fifteen quid for that, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's generally what happens. Yeah, but and it won't have the option to to be out to rewind live telly, so you can watch where you finished off or record it and watch it later. You know, yeah, right. That's right. After Denmark on Wednesday, we do have some Premier League fixtures. Which is really good because I prefer Premier League fixtures to England. Um, so we have three games, uh, and for this, I will pass over to Mike. Okay, so uh, we have three fixtures this week. Um, I'll give a score update on the internationals. Um, I think once the um, their last fixture has been done, because we've still got the one to go. But Phil, you're currently winning that one at the moment. Um, <clears throat> so the game's coming up. For the Premier League this weekend, we have Everton versus Liverpool, Manchester City versus Arsenal, and then finally Tottenham versus West Ham United. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first first game, Everton versus Liverpool. Phil, this is uh, your boys. Uh, yeah, both teams. Both teams. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, um, that's your prediction. Cheers. No, I only support the boys in red in this one. Well, so looking forward to this. The boys are going to be back. We're going to have Thiago back. We're going to have Mane back from their isolations. So we'll probably have a good, strong team. I think Naby Keita is going to be absent, which is not here or there. He's a good little player. Um, but I think there's others that can easily slot in and make a difference as well. So for me, I know it's a way only across the other side of the park, so it's not that far. Again, no atmosphere there, so it's going to be a completely different derby for once. I'm back in the Reds to win a 3-1 on this one. I do think as good as we are, Everton have been good and they will get a goal. But then they've they've got a few mistakes in them and they've got a few areas of weaknesses which we can exploit. Ian, over to you. Well, behind me, you do see an Everton shirt from when we went up there. We got it, one, because it was ridiculously cheap in the middle of the season. Um, it says 
19 on it. Now, I could go with 9-1 to Everton. Um, <laughs> because that would, that, that would, I think I'd have a heart attack. I'd be so excited. Um, I don't think it's going to be 9-1 Everton. I do think Everton are going to win. Um, and I've gone polar opposite to Phil. I've gone 3-1 to Everton. Ooh. What do you your numbers on your shirt say, Mike? 2-1. Well, it depends which one, because you gave me your Everton shirt. Didn't want it anymore. So um, I'm, I'm a bit more on the fence with this fixture, I think. Both teams on their day, well, we've seen Everton already um, doing well so far this season. I think they're currently the only team that are undefeated in the league, I believe. Yeah, I make uh, correct, 100% record. Yep. Um, Liverpool, we've seen, have issues with their higher defensive line. I know... Uh, Jamie Carragher was praising it against us, but it just shows how easily Liverpool can be defeated uh, with that high line. And we know that Everton do have a bit of pace about them. Not saying that Liverpool don't, but um, I think for this particular game, I'm going to go for 2 2. 2 in this one. Very good. Yeah. I do have to make you right there. There is a correction. Uh, Aston Villa are also undefeated. Um, but they, okay. they've played a game less. They've only played three games. Yes. That's so, yeah. Uh, the last, um, the last game, if you missed it, was a seven-two drumming of Liverpool. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Did, did you did you did you catch that, that one, Phil? You, that did you enjoy no. that one, Phil? I did. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I don't think we played in that game. No, you didn't. That, that was half the problem. <laughs> Some imposters did, mate. They turned up in your kit. Uh, Your bogey team. Right, Moving on, um, my boys, City against Arsenal. I don't know where to go on this one because obviously I want to show um, faith in my boys. Um, I think it may potentially be a bit too soon for Thomas Partey to start. Uh, we also have a, a bit of a um, an issue at the moment with Kieran Tierney being involved in a bit of a, a COVID scare from uh, the international break. So apparently, well, he currently has to self-isolate because he's been in close contact with a number of members of the uh, Scotland team. Although Arsenal are trying to get him removed from that because he has since been tested and has been proven clear. However, <clears throat> uh, we are playing away and we don't really... Or historically, we haven't really travelled well. And it's uh, Arsenal going back, or Mikel Arteta going back to his old stomping ground up in Manchester. I was looking at a bit of a head-to-head -head over the last couple of years. And um, one thing I have noticed is that during the league, uh, we don't really tend to fare well against Manchester City. It seems to be in a cup competitions that we do better. So that is why I'm going to put us down as a 2-1 loss to Manchester City. 2-1 loss. Mm. Shocking. Do you want to go with this one next, Phil? Yeah, I was. I really was stumped on this one as well. I had to give some good thought into understanding where this could go because you've got the forms are completely different. You've got Arsenal on a wave of this is of wins playing really well and being quite solid and for long periods of the game. And you've got an organised manager who's going back against his previous employers. And you've got Man City who have been a bit ropey of late. They've not played to their best and have been held to losses and draws. So for me, 
I'm going to be on the fence and go for a one-all draw. Mm -hmm. Well, I've gone a slightly different, along the similar sort of lines to Phil. I think Arteta knows that squad very well. Uh, there's a few new defenders in who he won't necessarily know. Um, Man City has still got a fair few injuries, uh, most notably to Aguero, who I should have looked at. Was he injured before I put him as Premier League top goal scorer? Looks like he might be out for a while. Um, but I say neither team have played particularly well this season, I don't think. They've not played to their full potentials. Um, no. I, I still think we're going to get goals in this game. Um, I've gone two all. Okay. So it's a little bit higher scoring than everyone else, but I, I, I feel it would be a good game for the neutral. Well, let's, let's hope so. I mean, I do hope for an Arsenal win, obviously, but um, I, just with the way that City have performed recently, I just think this is going to be the game where they turn up. And uh, I think it'll be close, but I think they may have an, or too much for us. Um, right, moving on to the last game, Tottenham versus West Ham United. Ian, down to you. Okay, well, before we get there, if you've got this far in the video, use the hashtag... Everton are the best in the comments below. Um, this, is anyone going to write this, that? Yeah, of course that they is not, That's not the truth. But it's the truth. They're top of the Premier League, so they are the best. Um, best team in Merseyside, mate. They are, 100%. And they, they will still be on top with an undefeated record um, next Monday. Um, but we could see potentially the second debut of Gareth Bale in this game. Uh, I think potentially more likely to come off the bench. Um, so that being said, they are on fire at the minute. They are scoring for fun. Harry Kane's playing that little bit of a deeper role, so I'm quite concerned about this game. Um, that being said, this game form goes out the window. You could be on a 10 match winning streak, it doesn't mean anything. Um, I do think that Spurs will probably have a little bit too much for us this, this in this game. Um, but I have gone for four free to Tottenham Hotspur I think it will be a very competitive game and I think there will be a few big tackles but I can see Gareth Bale coming off the bench to score like a 90th minute winner so 4-3 yeah Mr Bellerman I like Ian's thoughts and I do agree with a lot of them and I think it's going to be a very hard or not hard but a, hard, a very hard warned battle throughout the entire pitch say so Spurs They've been playing so well and they've got more physical and a bit more of a, a bad attitude about them, if you can say. And West Ham have been playing extremely well. They've been very organised, very hard to break down. So it's going to be a difficult game. I've gone for a, a less of a high scoring match. I've gone for Spurs just to pit at 2-1. That leaves one more result for you, doesn't it? 3-1, Spurs. Confident. <laughs> Not um, much to add. <laughs> no, I've, I, I. Do you know what I have? I have been really impressed with um, both Spurs and West Ham uh, so far this season. Uh, it does pain me to say it a little bit, but I do think Spurs have recruited really well in the transfer window. A hundred percent. With the likes of Gareth Bale, it does scare me a little bit when it comes to the North London derbies this season but I'm hoping that our recruits will be 
enough to nullify any kind of attacks that they bring, plus obviously outscoring them as well. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I do think Spurs will make mincemeat out of West Ham this week. I'm going to go for 3-1. Mincemeat? Come Ooh. on, you've backed us every game, even when... Yeah. And, and West Ham are above both Manchester clubs right now in the league. We are. I think we should end the season there. Are you happy with that result? <laughs> Hang on, are we in the top four yet? Uh, we no. Are. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. No, you're not. It's... Oh, you're fourth? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. End the season. <laughs> We're in Liverpool, Phil. They're fifth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, I think this, this season is making for a bit more interesting stuff, especially... I don't know about you guys. I like it when it's a close fought battle at both ends. Yeah. I would much rather see on the final day of the season, if you're in, in the top seven, you could win it. And if you're in the bottom seven, you could, you could go down. That's what I want to see. Yeah. So when the couple of seasons ago, when we almost took it to city, there was the last game of the season when there was us versus Wolves and Man City versus Brighton. And then Brighton went up and, and we're ahead. We were ahead. It was like, yes, we're winning. Yes. Come on, give this. And then Man City beat, Brighton after they collapsed and all joy left my body. For, for me personally, the last two seasons have been shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that because you've played utter dog turd, isn't it? No, no, no. I'm only joking. I'm just I'm just trying to grind your gears, mate. I'm just trying to grind your gears. No, last last I think the season before last was possibly one of the most entertaining between the two top runners, but I do agree with what Ian's saying is that it's so much more enjoyable with teams not running away with it mm. so much. Um, we need a few slip-ups and stuff. and less, less... You just need to close the gap, Mike, that's all. You need the Chelsea's, you need the Arsenal's and the Man United's. I agree. And, um, Spurs, and you just need teams to step up, which unfortunately, they're taking their time. Mm. I agree. I completely agree. Um, yeah. You look at the likes of Man United as well. How much of a dominant force they've been throughout the Premier League years. I've, I've, just as a little side note, sorry we've sidetracked a little bit, but Ollie's not going to be in that job much longer. No. I think Three more, three more defeats, so he's gone. Or three I, I, more bad results. I don't even think it's defeats. I think it's performances. Because you think yeah. they, they were lucky against Brighton. They should have been. They should have lost that five-one, and then they got they got yeah. outclassed in every manner of that performance by Spurs. And I just yeah, it's horrendous, isn't it? They took off the only player who was effing and blinding because he weren't happy with what was going on at half time. Because you can't do that. It's undermining Ollie. No, what do you mean? We're like four nil, four-one down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's go in. Passion. I'm gonna go in kicking because I want to win. No one else is fuss, you know. I, I, I mean, I, as much as Bruno Fernandez does go down like someone shot him out of the stands, like you, you've got to admire his passion for wanting to win, regardless of who they're playing. He wants to win. Mm -hmm. they, they could be playing Sully Hill Moors, you know, like a friendly game. Yet he's still gonna want to win ten nil. If he's not winning ten nil, I'm not happy. And I think every every one of us wants wants a player like that in our squad. As long as he's not threatening people with I earn more than you when he doesn't. You know, that, that's, <laughs> well, that's how he plays. That's how he plays. Yeah, we don't we don't talk he about those things. Drive. I, I just I just think it's funny. He should have looked up these facts and figures beforehand. Like, 
Oh, oh, he's a knob, isn't you'll, he? you'll never earn as much as me. I earn ten thousand pounds more a week than you. What, like, what, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? I am, I am really glad that he's gone. Is he gone now? Yeah, he's, he's at Hertha Berlin. Good oh yes, alone, him. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Good luck to him. Yeah, well, is he earning less than there out there now? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Well, what what I will say, uh, to, unless anyone's got anything else to add before we wrap up, um, okay. is we are available audio only. If if you if you've made it this far, you probably don't want to listen to it again. It's the same thing, but we are available for next week audio only um, on Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Google Cast, whatever you want, wherever you consume your podcast, we'll be there. Um, so just make sure to check us out fdt-tv um, and we're always about sorry I was just going to say you should be able to find if you go onto uh, either mine or Ian's uh, Twitter page you should find links to our link tree and all of the streaming services are available there yep. um, I would just like to say thank you very much for all your support as well that we've had so far um, I know it's it's been a bit of a, a weird one over the the last year given the current circumstances uh, we do appreciate people that are coming along and watching our videos we just started this not not so much as that we didn't want to do anything with it but we just wanted to come here and talk to talk about football and if people wanted to come to along for the journey then um then brilliant and i think we are coming up to i think our one year birthday for fdt tv we're nearly at 100 videos it i want to say it was just i want to say it was yesterday well then, happy birthday to us! Woo-hoo! Off the top, of my head. <laughs> I may be wrong there. <coughs> and thank yeah. you for all those who are commenting, comment, making those comments, and producing your part. It's not the same when it's just three old and youngish men talking to each other. But we want some some viewers' feedback and contributions. Yeah, and some of the comments are absolutely slaying me. They're I, brilliant. I, I I need to give a shout out to this guy because his his comments on the last couple of videos have been absolutely hilarious. Salsa dancer, yep. if you do watch yes. this video, your comments Hands are absolutely off. brilliant and had us all in stitches. So we do appreciate them. Uh, but uh, and just for you, next week we are doing a special on cricket <laughs> and rugby and rugby <laughs> and everything else. I can do um, rugby. But yeah, until then, we are FDT TV. I'm Ian. I'm Mike. And I'm Phil. Uh, And we will see you next week. Thanks very much.